<laughs> hey, podcast. Thanks for tuning in, young hustlers. Today, Andres and I, Jason Bugra, are going to be talking about the future of real estate. And we're not talking about the market. We're talking about how the tech industry is going to or is is continuing to revolutionize the real estate industry and how it's going to affect realtors, property managers, you know, buyers and sellers, buyers alike. sellers. Yeah, exactly. Buyers, sellers alike, anyone in the industry of real estate. And we are actually seeing the change happen currently very slowly, but it's happening. And uh, Andres and I are going to talk about what's happening and what is going to happen, what we think is going to be the future. Anyways, Chris, start. Let's do it. Well, before we jumped on this, we had a company that I threw at you to look into a little bit. Purple Bricks. Purple Bricks, if you guys haven't heard of them, they are, well, essentially another one of these 1%, 2% for sale by owner, um, property guys type of service, except that I think it's going to be a company that's running the listing, and then they're going to have agents working for them. Dive into that a little bit. So, so okay, before we talk about Purple Bricks and other companies alike, uh, what what is... What do you think is happening with real estate and what do you think is going to happen? And let's not, let's not talk about buying and selling um, in terms of like the market. Let's just talk about the tech base of it. How How is it affecting your current work and the quality of your work and not just you but everyone around you? Is it, is it like what are the pros and cons to this? And, when, and of course you probably don't know the exact answer okay, well, about your opinion this, on like, it. Um, Realtors hate change. <laughs> and if you look at our office, yeah. I'm pretty sure like our office has like an average age of like 50 or 60. So... But that's the problem, man. Like, legit, legit. That's what it is. Those guys came from back in the day, like flipping through their listings in the morning to show their clients that was one document that they could scan and photocopy and walk over and the yeah, whole entire yeah. works, right? Um, we hate changes because we have to adapt to it we're all guys that like to go out we like to be with clients we like to be on the phone <laughs> doing sales so hold up hold up so that's what we like so as soon as you throw in something like another program for us to use a different version of paragon which is like our mls system for real estate agents anything like that that always gets hit hit with a lot of resistance real estate needs more tech and tech is evolving and especially the last three years has been making a huge huge dent in the way that we do business um i think in general people are scared more information realtors are scared right what if we give the clients too much information how much is too much there's another thing that's coming out right now where they want to disclose publicly um the names of everyone if you look at the address you can find out exactly who it is right not going through title search or anything like that just an open source <laughs> that's a problem <laughs> i think that's too far as an example of how much information that we give to people, right? Imagine you got a rock star living over here. Everybody knows who he is. That's a huge on, privacy Now he's concern. on Snapchat. Now he's on Instagram. He's where? Oh, his house is empty. All right, let's roll. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. I see, I see that as being too much. But we're open to it. Anything that's come in recently with different cloud storages or even like a DocuSign app where we can remotely sign and verify and do our contracts, all that stuff is super, super helpful. Right, right. So... You you said we like are are you are you positioning yourself that you hate change or, or 
Oh, yeah. what? Like, why is that? <laughs> like, because you got the rhythm, you think things are going the way they are, and you don't want no, anything no, no. to screw up that rhythm of you've, your You've done things like way? did the disc test, right? Where are you stronger at, right? Yeah. D-I-C yeah, yeah. Or D-I-S-C. Um, most of the realtors or personalities are more geared to be outgoing and less geared to be detailed paperwork, that kind of thing. We all don't necessarily like that. Typically, once you start making six figures, you get an assistant to cover that kind of stuff because you, that kind of stuff you just can't stand. It drives us crazy. Anytime we have to register for something, check for something else online, jump through another hoop, fill out any paperwork, scan it, file it, anything like that, we can't stand. New changes, we just got our web form systems, which is a system through which we upload all of our doc. We create contracts essentially, right? And that's just been changed. And the amount of real estate agents that waited till the very last day to even look at it to implement the new change, like we all like what we have. <laughs> it all gets better once we get used to it, we're okay. But typically, our kind of personality, right? We're all good to be on commission. We do not have a salary. We're going to go and bank on ourselves and go out there and hustle and make it happen. We're also not the kind of people that enjoy well, that you don't much. you don't get paid to to change. You know, you don't get paid to adapt to new technology. You get paid to when you sell, and I think that's the biggest problem here because you guys are already too busy hustling, trying to make those sales. You don't got time to do the tech side, and then you get fall it's behind. Just another thing, right? If, if we're working with one client, there could be like fifty different touches that you're doing on one deal. For Fair one enough. client, you yeah, know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's enough to manage on top of learn this and learn that. But overall, any progression, any change that is helpful for, it is good. It's just saying that we struggle with it. We're slow adapters. Right. The real estate industry as a whole is slow it, adapters. If you don't adapt and you don't, the biggest thing about adapting is that like progression is good, but if you don't utilize these new technologies, you won't realize how it can actually save you time. A lot of I find that a lot of realtors don't actually know how to utilize the the, the technology that's actually given to you. Bugra, on next Tuesday. Yeah. I'm going to a course to learn how to go paperless. You know how long I should have been paperless already. I don't want to go paperless. It might all be easier, but I actually like to go to the office, sit down, put everything in front of me. Clip this, paper clip that, the way that I want to present it, the way I want to structure it, what points I need to go over. And then when I have a nice little old lady that doesn't know how to use a, a pen on an iPad that's got arthritis, like that kind of thing. I, I like That's the one time that'll happen in a year, and that'll be my argument, because I don't want to change. I want my paperwork the way that it is. I'll go to the office. I'll go and do it. The reality is I should be paperless on everything. That's yeah, but another, like, it's slow if we're right? reluctant to change, like I've seen this in my own dad, and my dad's also a realtor for the last 25 years, and... I noticed it firsthand. He was so against using the computer. So against like, you know, emails and like just like, you know, the communication, the paperless technology web forms. And I, I noticed it 20 years forward, 25 years forward. My dad's not that busy with real estate. It's, it's because he was reluctant to change and adapt to technology. Yeah. Right. And part of it is because he didn't grow up in the Internet era. But also look at his, his age demographic and then look at that's the average age demographic <laughs> Which of is realtors true. in this area. And then Which... you'll understand why a change is not something that we're all voting for. Right. Right. It's the young guys that are introducing all this tech that the old guys are now. <laughs> so you consider you're old? You consider yourself old? No, 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 the older. Yeah. <laughs> is this what you're saying? Yeah, I'm stubborn, my way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's a lot to do with you being stubborn versus actually... 
you know, for you sure. don't want to change just for being sure. stubborn. Now, let's 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 not get let's go on to the the point. How do you think IT and like tech companies? And this is my thoughts on how real estate tech is going to change our game. I think that big corporations are going to be starting to take over the real estate industry. You know how there's like already brokerages and there's realtor like realtors underneath them. I think big corporate companies are going to be now employing realtors. And I think it's going to be a thing where like an actual big thing. It could be a major player. I'm not sure. if I don't think it'll dominate the market entirely. But big corporations are going to take hire employ realtors either to put them on salary or a smaller commission. And they're going to be the ones who are going to be taking care of all the IT, the background, the, the back end, the marketing, the lead generation, the websites, all this crap. You're talking about a giant form team, essentially. Well, exactly, and now I'm talking Just about a corporation. Yeah, there we go. And I yeah. think I think that's going to be the new age of of real estate. And you know why? It's because if you look at the newcomers, the new millennials, they they don't have the balls like our parents did, like the immigrants did. Like they don't have the balls to get out there, start something from zero with no money, and go out there and just start to sell. And sell themselves. Mm-hmm. They're afraid. They want things so handed to them. they're going to go through the safety net. So here's the issue that I find with companies like that. And for sure, they can dominate a segment of the market. And there's always going to be a segment of the market that they can take over. The issue that I find with that is you have salary. When you get realtors that going on salary, you know what that means? It's because they couldn't make it on their own. Because if they made it on their own, they would not want salary. I do not want a salary. Okay, well, let's say it's a commission, but it's a lower commission. Versus how you get paid full commission. These realtors will be paid a shared commission split, like how you do in a team and a real estate team. That's very helpful in the beginning to get the ropes, to understand the systems, to understand the processes. If you're on your own, you might do five deals. Let's say, like the average realtor does five to seven deals in the valley. I don't know if you know it. Five to seven deals annually or monthly? <laughs> annually. The wow. average realtor. So we got about 36, 3,700 people on our board right now. 600 last year sold zero. Realtors. 93% made less than $35,000. Wow. That's the gap in this industry. So wow. when, when you're saying things like commission or they're going to be on salary, the only thing that that tells me is either they're going to be learning and they want a safety net or they didn't make it. They're not very good. Because if you're good, there's no freaking way. You can't pay me a quarter million a year to sit in a cubicle. So it's not going to happen. Do you think they could capture a significant market with that lower sphere of people? Like I'm not taking like the, the What's guys. What's significant? You know what I mean? Like uh, a capture huge market share. Like maybe... Like, Five percent is huge. I was thinking like more than the fifty percent range. Do you think that's possible with these big corporations coming in? Blue Bamboo, that was sick. Yeah. <laughs> um, goals, goals. And there's always gonna there's always gonna be a segment that's gonna lead to price competitive. But the reality is, if they if they have their own set of lawyers, if they have their own like if they have everything structured properly, I'm sure they could do it. To what what if your only focus point was selling? None of the paperwork, none of the marketing, none of the pictures leads like. It'd None be of different that. If we as agents were being paid per contract, we negotiated. And all you did was sell. Yeah. Like you don't even have to but worry about the, the, the showing. Here's the issue. So if I'm not involved with the clients at all, why, how are they picking me on negotiations? You know they, they're I mean? not picking you. They're picking the company. You're just representing the company. So it's like a law firm. Exactly. They're picking the, the comp- corporation because they represent but this the whole the ideology day, behind pick, it. You watch suits. Uh, at the end of the day, you're, you're still going to go. Want, you're going to want to pay, pick Harvey Specter. He's the two he's, referrals. No, you're going to want him to negotiate and handle the entire deal. You're going to want him to do it because he's the best. The best doesn't come cheap. So now we're back to problem one. You can't 
successfully run something long term on a price cutting advantage well, because you can't pay the right guys the right amount of money. So that that's true. That's what it is right now. But what I'm saying is, do you not think corporations? Because now, branding, you know, like these corp these corporations can make their brand look seem trustable, look trustable, sure. and they the have money good grades. So what I'm saying is like, do you not think that like it's like going to Rogers or Bell or Telus and you're just buying into the service? The sales rep at the that place, that retail outlet, is gonna sell you the dream, gonna sell you the package, they're gonna upsell you and all that crap. Sure. But it's still Rogers representing them. It's I mean so they represent Rogers and Rogers is their brand. They're the ones who are backing everything. This is what I think. Do you not think that real estate could could become like that? I get it. And I'm not saying it can't, man. I don't know enough about it to have a valid opinion. I could just say it from my perspective. If you're doing well in real estate, that kind of shit doesn't interest you in any way. So A, I got a nine to five, so kill me. That so means the top I have two to four weeks off a year, like shoot me now. Yeah, there's no freedom, there's no flexibility. The, like no, dude. There's a company right now in BC that actually has something like this, and it's backed by actually, uh, I think Rogers. What is it? Ah, oh, fuck that company. And uh, that company, what he does, what they do, from what I recall, and I was talking to him, uh, he I think it's Zillow or something. Not Zillow, uh, Trulia. No, anyways, they pay him less. But they they handle all the leads. Now he represents a company. All everything is split through him. But at the same time, it's like it's through the company. Anyway, so the company provides the leads. The company gets thirty five percent as a result of providing the leads. Right. The realtor does all the work. It's just a high end lead generator. It's just a lead generating system. So all they do is they have a team that goes through, generates the lead, does the marketing, takes Zolo takes the phone calls. Pre-qualifies them hopefully to an extent and then sends out those leads and then the realtors pay either per lead that comes in or at the end of the day when they when they do that so, deal. So in conclusion, you're saying that these are and I, I actually have to agree with you. In conclusion, these this is going to be targeted for that that individual who's not looking for to be a high income earner but have a stable safe. Uh, job or career, or even they could even if they're on commission, they could have a stable commission paycheck where they know that they're going to get leads and they have to put minimal effort to get leads. Ninety-three percent of our industry sucks. <laughs> you heard it from Andreas. <laughs> no, that's the reality of it. If you don't pick the right agent to represent you, you're going to leave tens of hundreds, whatever, thousands of dollars on the table all day long. That's true, hundred percent. And you know what? I you you hit it right there. Okay, so now uh, past this point, uh, there's other things. I was doing some research on this, right? And I, and I, I'm a big believer of this, uh, and uh, it's uh, you know like virtual reality, VR. Yeah, hundred percent, dude. That's gonna be huge. How do you think that's gonna change real estate? Uh, how do you think it's gonna affect? Not change, affect dude, real estate. In the next few years, you're gonna be putting on your headset while you're at home, and you're gonna press this is a property you want to see, and you're gonna be able to walk through that. You're not even gonna have to leave your house. <laughs> so you're telling me. You're gonna be a you're gonna be a listing agent. You're gonna put your VR on. In your VR, you're gonna be suited, and you're gonna be representing them. Hundred percent, I can. Do and you're gonna be walking down you'll South Fraser. Like, you'll have the option of like, do you want this agent to stand here and walk you through it, or you just want to walk through the house? Put on your goggles, decide. Hundred percent, that's gonna be the way of the future. At the end of the day, people can get rid of the contract law, and you can automate that or have a company run that. At the end of the day. Big shit, you still pay experience for all day, all day long. You're going to pay for an agent to handle it, whether you can do most of it online or not. Yeah. You're still going to want somebody that knows what the heck that they're doing. That so personal touch. That's why you go to the 7%. Let the 93% do all this shit. 
we're just gonna focus on us. The seven percent doesn't bother me, man. It, it, that's, that's a sick. That's a sick technology, man. Imagine yeah, you're like, uh, listen up. Okay, it's found a sick property in Hawaii. Yeah. You don't have to go. You don't have to look at it. You, have, you can check it all out. So, check out the area. That'd be sick. Let's let's now let's forget about the seven percent, ninety three percent. The future of real estate. Like, now let's let's agree to the fact that the personal touch will always exist. Sure. The experience. Sure. The personal touch. Now let's let's theoretically let's say that all is good and dandy and whatnot. Technology. So we're 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 talking that technology is going to change real estate dramatically to a point where you'll be in Hawaii, as you're saying. You you'll wear a VR, and you'll be walking through the house. But you'll be sitting in some beach or something. But you'll be walking through the house and showing those tenants. I mean, those owners or potential buyers. This place, and you'll have, you'll be doing a three D like walk through the house Sick. and like telling them yeah. about that property and whatnot. And I still get paid. You know why? Because at the end of the day, people still need help buying. People don't want to be sold, but they love to buy. But people are scared. There's always fear. This is a big decision. I, I just went through this. I almost bought a place the other day. The best part about that is I sat back and I studied all the little things that went through my head, took mental note of it, and I'm going to apply them and be more attentive to my clients because again now I experience it firsthand so I can in there like I can totally feel what they're going through so, so, so Andres is talking about what, that there's fear of buying and he's talking about million dollar on average properties and uh, even even half a million that's still a lot of money that's 25 years Dude, minimum still, worth of type of work for an average decision. person yeah. and uh, that's what he means by that fear, like we're not talking about buying a laptop or it doesn't matter. A, a way, new you're, car. You're, you're, you're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars. There's a certain amount of fear and risk and all of that associated with it. If for most people, it's their life, entire life saying, savings and uh, and more and 50 percent of their paycheck but look, on a monthly you say, basis. You say how like this technology? I'm afford. I'm against it, dude. Imagine I'm on holidays. I got somebody from Vancouver. That's looking at a property and we can both like link up virtually. I can walk them through. I didn't have to drive. I can do full introduction. Essentially now I'm on the phone, but we're in the house. So now I'm back to what's essential. Good phone skills. That is something. Hey. I'm good. You know what I mean? I, I wonder how they're going to set up the VR. Like they're going to, right now we're reading those 360 video cameras, yeah, right? Yeah. But like, how is that going to affect the whole VR landscape of it? Like walking through the house, You're gonna be able showing to see them everything. the kitchen. And then do you think it's going to be live feed or is it going to be like It's going to feel like it feed. because look at it. You got like the Google van that drives around with 100 cameras and takes yeah, pictures. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's going to be that but every meter, every meter, every meter. So you're going to see everything. You're going to go to the kitchen. You're going to see the view. You're going to be able to step out on the deck. All right. Like right. all that. So it'll but be like you're in the house. It'll, you'll never be, I'll never give you that touch feel. You know, smell, smell. Or well, maybe they'll do like the forty-five you shit <laughs> in your headset. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is something. Is, dude, it doesn't matter what that happens. At the end of the day, if you're one of the top players, your your job's safe. They can automate. They can robot everything out. The reason they do it is because you're replaceable. If you have a skill that's not easily replaceable, you will be in high demand. And you're you're right. I, I see this a lot too. There's a lot of fear mongering. Right and all the old timers who who have been very successful in their life, even they get a bit fearful sometimes with new technology because the fear mongering out there is saying that oh it's gonna AI is gonna replace our jobs. But honestly, AI technology only replaces the it replaces the basic jobs. It'll never be able to replace the the, the personal touch. Never unless AI becomes to a point where it can. 
uh, it can become human, but it won't. People are still going to want that that companion. Well, until until robots have emotion. Until and then, they will, and they will. I don't have any <laughs> doubt of that. But at the end of the day, like, how long are you gonna sit in your bed eating Cheetos, watching for VR? You're gonna want to go out and, like, you know what I mean? Like, let's say 50 years down the road, we all have our own little iRobots. That's sick. I got someone cooking. I go spend more time with my wife. Do my thing. Like, that's great. I'm still gonna want. I'm still gonna want that. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna yeah. want to hang out with robots. I'm gonna go find somebody else. To yeah, hang out with. yeah. Until you see those sick people. Start marrying robots and stuff. That's a whole different yo, story. Let's not even get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shit you see on YouTube uh, sometimes. That's anyways, some yo, crazy stuff. you were saying something about like we we started talking about purple bricks. We gotta throw that. In oh right, right, yeah, yeah, purple bricks. So, purple bricks is a company out of UK, from my understanding, and uh, they're an actual online real estate company, and they're also um, a rental agency. So that's like my direct competition here. Uh, I'm trying to find some rates and stuff, but like... Dude, it is and it isn't. It's not really your direct competition, dude. I see what you're saying. Like, I see like, what you're can saying. Can I put it to you this way? 1% realty. Property guys. They're not my competition. No, they're, they're not. not. And they've they been here for a long time. a very small segment of the market. Very small. a very small segment of the people that... They, the kind of people that they work with. And the reality is, I don't really want to work with those people. I've worked with them in the past. Fantastic things have happened. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's just not my kind of people that I typically want to work with. The people that hire me know what they get, and they hire me for me. And as a result... Dude, do you think that these kind of companies like Purple Bricks can dominate enough market share, even though it could be the smaller market share? How much share, do they have in the UK Where they, right can, now? they can hit, like, in the millions, billions? They got, like, 5% in the UK right now. But that 5%, like, you as a single realtor, do you have 5% of all of Canada? You don't. Maybe no. in BC, you don't, no. right? So imagine if you were to hit 5%, of the entire, let's not even think about Canada. But this, BC is, this is comparing me to a company. Well, I know, what I know. Comparing is Remax to a single agent. That's sort of how I'm looking at it, right? So these, these are businesses that are good, good investments. I would say, right? If you could get involved. Okay, but like here's this. the issue: what's their average time on the market, right? So they might save themselves twenty thousand on both ends on realtors, but then lose fifty grand because they don't know what the heck so, they're talking about. So there was a there was an article talking about purple breaks where we're researching that, and it stated that. Um, one out of three properties don't sell through their company and the owners have to actually prepay before they even sell their property, which is a huge downfall because if your property doesn't sell through them, you're down, you know, five to 10 to 15 K depending on the value of your property. On top of that, um, they say that on average, the market, the property. Now, I don't know the industry averages in how, the, how long the rent, like the house is on the market, but. Can we just pull some up like that? It was like. No, no, this is talking about UK, right? Because it's not okay. out in, out in okay. Canada, USA. But even then, having your house on the market, regardless where you are in the world, for, they, on average, on their website, stays four to five, four to six months how on average. Those, how many of those actually sold? They say two out of three. Um, some properties have lasted more than 10 months at a time. Yeah, for sure. Because what happens? What happens? The, the people that are listing the property are uneducated. Exactly. I was just going to hit so that. That's where, I'm, that's where you go back to you need a realtor. Look, man, right now the market's going down. We've covered this. If you're going to go to the try price, if you ha- if you think your house is worth six, 700 and I'm telling you it's 670, 680, you want to try it at 700. Next month, the market's at 670, then 660. So we reduce it to 670, no offers. You know how long it takes? It doesn't take that much money for you, for you to completely lose your shirt because you're uneducated. And you don't get to choose who your realtor is as well. So on that, on that Yeah, yeah. So yeah. what happens is I would imagine this is a great starting point for a hungry realtor to learn their ins and outs and get out. Yeah, but you know how scary that is for the clients? That's like you going on Amazon 
and you want to go and buy some shoes, and they all look sort of the same, and you don't have any reviews from any of the sellers. And well, one's it's a risk. And one's five bucks. You pay it's the five dollar one, and then what? You're out. But, but, but point being, there's always a market, a bargain market, right? They're they're, they're trying to find discounts, and they're stupid enough to believe that you know, like if they find a cheap realtor, they're gonna save money. But in fact, actually, the realtor is gonna, it's not gonna actually represent them in the most you know professional way and they might actually end up losing 100k or 200k on their property Bro, why do corporations that sue each other left right and center go and get the best most expensive lawyers good because point because they're the best <laughs> so one way or the other so they're capturing uh, the, the, the bargain market the bargain hunters right like who want to save money but really end of the day they're losing money because the other mistakes that come along the way and not all of them I'm sure some of them are fine. Well, I'm sure you, they'll find one out of five agents who are like all-stars who shouldn't be there, but they're too afraid to be on their own. I see this all the time. They go If I go to like sales, like Best Buy, you go or you go to like Rogers or one of these places, you see this all-star salesman and you're like, this person could do big things. Why the fuck are you here? Because he's in a small bowl. He's the biggest guy in a small bowl. Or that, or he's afraid to actually take the next step further. 100%, dude. Because he's the king of the castle. Why would he leave? It's comfort. Right. People don't like change. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That was good. That was good. All right, podcast. Thanks for listening to Young Hustlers. It would mean so much to us that, you know, if you like, share, comment our podcast. And um, if you have any questions or anything, let us know. Oh, it looks like Andres Andres wants to say something. Guys, if you have any questions, if you have anything that you guys want us to cover... We can go a little bit more in depth on depth on personal things. We actually plan on bringing in other people in the future to get different perspectives from other entrepreneurs as well. So if you have any questions that you guys would like covered, or even if you're listening, this is still brand new to us, send us a message. Let us know you listen to it. That would mean a lot. Follow us on Instagram. Andreas is Mr. Real Estate. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Real Estate underscore. And mine is Jason Bugra. Beautiful. Follow us. See ya.